and Vladimir Putin has announced the successful test of a new generation of nuclear-powered cruise missile. It's part of a program unveiled in 2018 to develop intercontinental and hypersonic missiles. This is file video of the current Russian cruise missile. The latest version is known by NATO as the SCC-X9 Skyfall. Its nuclear propulsion allows for near unlimited range, and the low-flying stealth projectile could be capable of outmaneuvering missile defense systems. Here's President Putin speaking on Thursday in Sochi. I want to assure everyone that at the moment, the response from Russia to a nuclear strike on its territory is absolutely unacceptable for any potential aggressor. Because from the moment the enemy missile launch is detected, no matter where it comes from, from any point in the world's oceans or from any territory, in a retaliatory counterstrike, so many hundreds of our missiles will appear in the air that not a single enemy will have a chance of survival in several directions at once. Jill, uh, Putin is putting pressure on Ukraine and the West in, in a different way as well. He just announced the successful test of a new nuclear-powered missile, uh, no indication of when or where it might be used, but he's laying out clearly that he has very powerful weapons he's willing to use. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is classic Putin right now. Um, a lot of nuclear uh, threatening comments. He's talking about this um, Budavisnik missile. It's a nuclear uh, propulsion uh, cruise missile. And by the way, they have had a lot of trouble with this missile over the years, going back to like 2017. It was blowing up. It had problems. So we would have to see whether actually this is correct. But that said, this is another way that Putin simply ups the ante, and he immediately turns to nuclear weapons, which is one thing that, you know, it's about the last thing that Russia has that has any strength to it. The economy is not in good shape. Military is not performing well. So it's, it's another threatening uh, situation, just as if he said, as he is saying today, well, we could pull out of the comprehensive nuclear test ban treaty. That's another, I think, um, way of just constantly trying to threaten the world. Uh, I'm also eager to get your read on some statements that he made. And, and you've obviously uh, learned Kremlin dialogue very well. Your years working at the Moscow Bureau for CNN. He described Russia's war in Ukraine not as a conflict over territory, but as a conflict over principles. How should we interpret that? Yeah. Well, it's, again, this is really everything that you're talking about, Boris, is what Vladimir Putin does. This is his game card. And I actually have been to that conference, the uh, Valdai Forum, where Putin talks for like three hours. And I heard this a long time ago, the very same thing. What he does is he says, it's all the West's fault. Um, we, we want to have a new world, a new world that is not under the thumb of the West and the United States, but nobody would listen to us. He has used that phrase many, many times. And then he uh, criticizes the arrogance of the West and then goes on to say, I will do something, which is the nuclear part of it, because they're doing it. So this is, again, we have, to, we have to understand that Putin has his approach. This is really the show that he puts on to try to threaten the world. And uh, it's, it's kind of an old playbook at this point. 
But that said, it is dangerous and threatening. And it comes as there is increased opposition in Congress to sending more aid to Ukraine. The United States, uh, one of the biggest suppliers of military aid uh, in the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. What ultimately happens if Congress delays sending aid or, or ultimately chooses to wait longer before they do? Well, there's no question that that would be a disaster for Ukraine. Ukraine needs the weapons that the United States and other countries are providing. And I think this is, uh, we've been speaking about Vladimir Putin, this is his objective to wait it out, to wait for the West to fall apart, to wait for political dissension, to uh, you know take a toll on support for helping Ukraine, divide the, the allies, divide Europe from the United States. And he, I think, is banking on something like that happening. And um, it, it really would be a terrible situation. I think if you look at the polls, though, if you look at the polling, the majority of Americans still do support uh, aid to Ukraine. Jill Doherty, very much appreciate getting your perspective. Thanks so much.